Hey, what is up? This is Edgar Otra Vez, and we're bringing you another episode of the Flow Road Podcast. On today's show, I have not my cousin Dan. We're going to be talking a, a little bit about what's been going on in the news with aliens. Now, this this was brought to me by uh, a friend of mine. He said he wanted us to talk about aliens, and so uh, we we do we talk about aliens if you want to support the podcast head on over to shop.theflowrollpodcast.com and get yourself a pencil case with our logo on it it's beautiful it's neat it's stylish you'll be the envy of all the other co-workers in the virtual offices and also why don't you follow us on instagram we're the flow roll so on with the episode Welcome to another episode of the Flow Row Podcast. This is Edgar Otra Vez with Not My Cousin Dan. Uh, uh, we have a request, my cousin, Not My Cousin Dan. Uh, today, one of our uh, listeners asked... Uh, that you know, since this yeah. has been in the news, that we bring it up. But before we start, how you doing, bro? You haven't seen Oh, I'm doing okay. I yeah. uh, I put my hand through a light fixture, okay. you know, accidentally, which is which is fun. So I'm not playing guitar right now. Oh, I, I can see you uh, got the couple of fingers there all yeah sliced up. Well, and it is all across the knuckles, and so it's like I have to like immobilize the fingers, otherwise it'll never heal. So, uh, I mean, the guitar was like that was how I was that and running was how I was keeping my sanity. So, like, I don't know. I hope this heals up fast. Yeah, well, get ready to lose the rest of your sanity now because uh, because we're talking about aliens. We're talking about fucking aliens. But I mean, hey, we're we're stepping up in the world. We're getting listener requests. Yes, yes. People exactly. are saying, talk about this shit. Yeah, and and this shit we'll talk about. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so okay. So first off, um, I can't even pronounce this guy, but the former Israel's former space security chief claims that aliens exist, and that Trump knows that they exist. Right, and that. And that the only reason that Trump hasn't gone public with it is because the Galactic Federation requested that he not. The Galactic so people, the people Galactic, don't the Galactic, go crazy. The Galactic Federation of Aliens. That's the yeah. name of the. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And number one, it's it's amazing that the name of this group is in English. Uh, <laughs> but number two. Uh, that's right there. That's my cue to think that this is bullshit because if there's one thing that we know about Trump, it's that the moment that somebody says, Hey, don't do this. That's when he's like, fucking I'm in and I'm doing it. Yes. So yes. If they're, they're going to make the claim that the only reason that Trump hasn't gone public with this is because the aliens said, don't do it. Bullshit. 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 The moment, the moment that they said, don't do this, it would have been 18 tweets 
and it would have been <laughs> been global news. It would have been yes, it totally would have been, and there would have been no stopping that motherfucker because like they're like no. take they'll, they'll be like take the phone away from him, and he's like running around the White House with the fucking right. phone, and he's like tweeting aliens are real. And he's sitting there, and, and and they're they're probably playing keep away with the phone with this motherfucker, but there's no stopping this guy's got fucking. He's got he's got glue on his hands. There's no way you're gonna take that fucking phone from him. There's no way you're gonna stop this guy from tweeting. There's no, no. way. And he's no. like a, he's like a compulsive tweeter too. There's no there's no stopping this man from fucking hitting Twitter. Like it's amazing. Like if they would have sat him and down and then like, look, Trump, please don't say it. the fucking world would blow up and then, you know this and that. And he's like, yes, no, I, I won't do it. Okay. And then the moment he breaks away, he's gonna lay in bed and he's gonna pop out his yeah. phone and he's gonna. Like, all night long all All night night long all night long fucking aliens this and this it would have been fucking bananas though there's there's no way this guy doesn't fucking tweet about this i agree with you 100 percent this guy would have been all over twitter with this shit yeah no question about it and i'm not even saying that i don't believe in aliens i'm not saying that i'm not saying that i don't love alien conspiracy theories because i do but this the whole concept of oh he was gonna say something but the aliens talked him out of it no 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 No. not this guy not this guy yeah no Uh, there's there's no uh yeah there's no telling this guy not to do something there's just no way um but in terms of like okay so uh, let's just say they kept it from him or Let's just let's just see how plausible this is. First off, this, who is this former space chief uh, of security for Israel? Like, I don't I wonder if he's if he's the guy who was involved space security chief, because you remember last year, or the year before mm-hmm. Israel launched all of those water bears to the moon and the and the whatever the satellite or whatever it was, the the probe that they launched to the moon that was carrying water bears crashed into it and everybody's everybody was kind of like well i mean now there are water bears on the moon what are we gonna do you remember this no i don't oh man well it happened (laughs) i believe you Israel launched a probe to the moon that was carrying water bears water bears are tiny little microscopic organisms that can survive just about anything and I think the idea was to launch them to the moon and then collect them later to see if they could be like resuscitated or or, or brought back, you know. Oh. But the probe crashed crashed on the moon, and I mean, I'm sitting there like, well, now we we're gonna have crazy mutant moon water bears that are gonna come and, and attack Earth, you know? Yeah, this is give this. Them, give them time; they'll evolve. Yeah, this is the part in the movie where we go looking for these things later and then they eat us, you know, like it's just they become giant monsters and eat us. That would be right. It would be appropriate, you know, (laughs) because we put them there because you know what? If there's one thing that humanity needs, it is to face our own hubris and be punished. (laughs) Wow, dude, that's. That's I should run for president. <laughs> Everybody gets a spanking. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But Not uh, my cousin Dan 2024, we should all be punished. <laughs> I don't know, man. There might be some people who are all about that. You know, I'm sure the uh, S&M community would be all about you. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking punished in like an existential sense, and and that's a whole special kind of SNL. <laughs> it's, that you get into like the humiliation stuff, and I mean, you, you're starting to dig deep into the ugly corners of the internet. You know? uh, oh yeah, and, and the human psyche as well. But anyway, so the <laughs> the Israel's uh, uh, former police uh, defense guy or whatever his name is Yadat. No, no, that's the newspaper. No, no, interview with Israel. Israel's Yadat oh. Aharonot newspaper. Okay, Chaim Eshed is the space. Chaim Eshed. You're right. You're Let's right. Let's just call him Israel's space guy from, from here. Ashed, Israeli I I, space guy. I can say a shed. I can say a shed. So long as I'm not making anybody upset. Um, but um, but yeah, no. So the this guy, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know anything about this guy. I don't know how serious he is, like how has he made wacky claims before? Is he who is knows? He, you know, like who knows, right? But I mean, he's he's got to he he has to you got to give him some credibility just because you know he was in charge of of Israel's uh, space program or defense space program, whatever that means. I mean, you get you get some credibility just from that. But I mean, what this is the thing that I always I. I need to go on record again. I love alien shit. I love it. Uh-huh. I love it. I always have. Uh-huh. But this kind of shit, this is, this is, this always bothers me because it, he's not like given any evidence, right? He's just saying, oh, we know about him. Yeah. Trump knows about him. We, we, everybody knows about him. We just don't talk about it. Okay. Give me more. Give me the evidence. Give me yeah. something, you know? Yeah. Fake something at least. Give yeah, me a Photoshop yeah. file or something. You know, like give give me something to back it up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, anything. No, talk is cheap, right? I mean, there's no there's there's just like you could talk all day about whether they're the aliens are real or not, but there's right. without evidence. Like and see, and that's just it. Like this is about like just like like the Bigfoot thing, right? If there was if there was Bigfoot. We would have seen bones and shit by now. We would have seen at least gigantic fucking pieces of turd that belong to something other than a bear. We would have, we would have, we would have figured right. it out by now, you know. But there's no evidence. There's no evidence. That, you know what? No yeah. evidence means it doesn't mean that it it doesn't exist. It means it that that it doesn't mean that it could exist. It means it doesn't exist. It does not fucking exist. You know because someone would have seen it by now we would have had actual mm. fucking pictures just yeah. like the fucking chupacabras the chupacabras is the same no thing. no 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 chupacabra exists <laughs> no 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 chupacabra chup- exists the chup- <laughs> no the, chup- <laughs> the chupacabras the chupacabras is a mangy dog we it's a dog <laughs> with mange and, and and the whole well, i didn't say it i didn't say it was supernatural i'm just there's oh. stuff out there that kills goats. No, no. The 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 the, the legend of the chupacabra is actually uh, based on on scientific um, kind of like a, a scientific genesis. It's not it's not a, a fantastical supernatural one. They're not yeah. like they're not they're not like I don't know born of the moon and you know, <laughs> some weird shit like that. No, it, it's 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 like uh, supposedly some science some escaped thing. 
left some lab in some Latin country and that's go- started going around sucking the blood out of cattle and goats and whatever. And that, that That is the genesis of uh, Chupacabras. But that is all bullshit. Uh, <laughs> just, like, just like Bigfoot and just like this alien shit. Because huh, if, if, if aliens fucking existed. Oh, here, here, here. Here's the problem I have with aliens. Okay, so uh, first of all, I want to. I want to make. Uh, I want to make it. Like, I want people to know that for exact, for 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 damn sure, there has to be life on other planets. There are, uh, like, one hundred billion viable uh, or one hundred billion galaxies. Oh, and, more than that. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 it's, it's the a, expanse is, it's, it's is mind boggling. Yes. It's, it's a trillion. There's a trillion earth like planets out there. Earth like yeah. that could, that could sustain a life. Right. And the universe is 14 billion years old. Okay. So what the possibility of there being life on another planet is, is very, 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 very high. Now, what is the likelihood of a life on another planet coming over here? I think actually very high. What I think is that it hasn't happened yet. Uh, I, you know, I, there's, there's so many people and mathematicians and scientists have dug into this because, I mean, you have to sit down and try to figure out the math and the probability of it. And, the there there are a couple of different ways that people look at it, but I mean, the likelihood in all of our observed knowledge that we have as as the human race, and you know, understandably, that's limited. That's limited to what we've experienced on Earth and in in our solar system in the small amount of exploration that we've done. That's the limit of of human knowledge, right? And going off of that human knowledge, there there are two ways that you can you can you can look at this from like a mathematical perspective. Either a the probability of life developing is minuscule, infinitesimally small. From what we've been able to find, we're it, right? Mm. Earth is it. We haven't found any evidence of it anywhere else in our own solar system. I mean, we found things that are maybe curious on other planets, but no hard evidence of, oh, holy shit, there's bacteria or anything. Like that, you know? Yeah. And so while, so, so I think mathematically speaking, the genesis of life is the odds are infinitesimally small, very, very tiny chance of life actually um, generating on, on a planet or on an asteroid or in store or wherever. But when you're talking about 14 billion galaxies or whatever the number is, and in our own galaxy, um, in our own galaxy, hundreds of billions of stars and uh, trillions of Earth-like planets that may be out there, even if the chances are infinitesimally small that life generates i mean yeah there's small chances but 
there are a lot of small chances out there. You exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. Um, um, and, and, and I, and, and that's kind of like the point I'm making, like the, the, there, there is just a lot of planets out there and those planets the the just the chances are there the chances are really there for life to be there now here's the issue um what is the likelihood of that life lasting long enough to reach a point of evolution that yep. would allow for them to be able to do you know right intergalactic travel yeah right? we're, we're talking about the fermi paradox here and and stuff and ideas like the great filter you know yes for fermi paradox being um if the galaxy is so large and there are so many planets where is everybody yeah why haven't we heard from them yeah and then the great filter being this idea that sentient life develops and then there is some sort of filtering event that happens that yeah. causes that life to go extinct exactly right? i mean we've we've had two uh two life forms oh. two two different life forms start on this planet oh m way more than that we well, there have I'm been saying, so many mass extinctions yeah in, in the history of this planet well i mean while i'm talking specifically there's been the dinosaurs yeah and then their mass extinction came and went and then we developed right mm -hmm. and and that took years and and in hundreds of millions of years yes and, but in in comparison to the dinosaurs we developed way faster than the dinosaurs ever did so um but regardless still you know thousands and thousands of years all right so if it takes thousands and thousands of years that is like what you're saying is possible like you know to get a sentient life that is capable of building the you know the 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 type of you know equipment to be able to fly or go travel through space but for us we had we went through two major extinction events like that that they created one sort of sentient life and uh, another one that's as advanced as ours. How long does it take for another planet to do that? And on top of that, can it last long enough before it gets hit by a meteor well, as a volcano eruption, et cetera, that wipes out the planet? And uh, yeah, what, and what are the odds? Mm. Like it's, it's taken life, you know, the earth is, is four and a half billion years old. Yeah. Life hasn't been around. Life has only been around for, you know, a fraction of that. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, when, and when we're talking in billions of years, like, okay, you know, a fraction. So like one and a half billion years of life on this planet, a couple hundred million years of bacteria and uh, algae dominating being the dominant life forms. And then, you know, that follows up with, multicellular life in the in the ocean you know and then you know fish and, and whatnot evolving from that squid and nautilus and and whatnot and then then you get into the age of the dinosaurs which lasts a couple of hundred million years and then you know you come into uh the age of mammals and you know uh, humans have been around human type life has been around for, you know, a couple hundred thousand years, but so society and civilization is really maybe at most like 10 or 15,000 years old. 
right? Yeah. You know. Yeah, it sounds about uh, right. And and I mean that's you're getting into prehistory, and then you start getting you know the oldest known recorded civilizations are, you know, um, going back like five thousand years, ancient ancient Egypt and ancient India, um, and Mesopotamia, and then you know you start following that in the modern <clears throat> era. But you know it it took four and a half billion years for the earth to get to a point where you have thinking um, technologically advanced life yeah, that can do things like launch ourselves into space, you know? Yeah. And even, even with the technology that we have, the nearest earth-like planet that could potentially support life would would take us you know at the speed of light if we could achieve that which we can't would still take us decades to get there yeah and, and you know but this would be the this would be the assumption that this life this life form that can travel and, is 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 so far in advance in technology right. that it, it can it can make this it can make this travel it can make this this jump between planets and, or whatever and so you 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 have to make the assumption if you want to believe that we have been visited by aliens that there are other civilizations out there that are more advanced than us that that have lived past if a great filter exists they've survived past that and they they've conquered interstellar travel and they've found us right i don't i don't object to that idea i don't think it's it's a completely bullshit idea that we've been visited by aliens i don't my problem comes in so so yeah there's tons of video evidence out there of unidentified flying objects you know there was this year several videos released by the us navy of you know um video evidence of pilots spotting unidentified flying objects that were moving so fast and making making rapid changes in directions or just stopping dead still and then immediately jumping to a fast rate of speed and you know the 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 navy themselves kind of there there was a report that was released and it was it was on Rogan's podcast and you know, Rogan ran in a direction with it um, that, you know, they they said something things along the lines of we are not familiar with with any technology on Earth that can do that our own or any of our any or internationally. You know, we are not familiar with any technology that's capable of that. That's fine. But that that statement, we are not familiar with any technology on Earth, is not the same fucking thing as saying documented. We know those were aliens and we were visited by aliens. Yeah. No, we don't fucking know what that is. OK. And so when you make a leap, when you make the leap to, oh, it's aliens, I know it's aliens. How the fuck are you? You don't have any information other than you don't know what the fuck that is. That's the information that you have. You don't know what the fuck that is. You don't know what that could be. You don't know what technology made that possible. So what you're saying is ultimately when, when people say there's the evidence that, that of, of aliens, the evidence is you don't fucking know what it is. Yeah. You're saying you don't know what it is. And so from a, from a standpoint of being uninformed, 
you are drawing the conclusion that you are informed. And the, that bothers the shit out of me. The, the other part of, of what bothers me about this whole report is, is the fact that Donald Trump thinks that, that he would protect us by not telling us. Well, that's what he did with COVID. I just... Um, he protected us. Yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> he, he protected us from from you know panicking by I, I, it, like, not responding to it at all. I would like to I would like to think that someone told Donald Trump tell tell the American people that this is real, and like you said, he said, "I'm not telling them. You don't tell me what to do. I'm the president. I get to do what I say, right?" And so someone told him about aliens and said, "Don't tell anybody." And this motherfucker would not just sit there and, and, and play that game. He would go and like no. you said, tell people. So my problem is there's a few things that I have a problem with in terms of like, Oh, there's aliens. The fact that an alien would come down and be like, take me to your leader. Like, first of all, why would it be the United States? Why would it be, right. why could it be Russia or China or, or Mexico or Mexico, or Korea, Philippines, wherever. Brazil? Like, why did they choose the United States? No, let's be honest. If you, if you were, and I know this is a stupid hypothetical because how can you even put yourself in this position? No, let's do it. Let's play but a let's, lock. Let's say <laughs> let's go there. That, that you were some interstellar alien. Yes. And you, you stumbled across the earth. Yes. And you spent a few days or maybe even a few weeks, you know, like just watching us. Uh -huh. Let's get a feel for these people. After a couple of weeks, would you be like, yeah, this seems like a great place to go visit? Or would you be like, let's get the fuck out of here? Um, you know, you see, you're talking to you're talking to the 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 the, the most paranoid motherfucker, too. First of all. If my wife and I decided we needed to go do some interstellar travel, the first thing I tell her is that I don't want to go. I don't like fucking flying. Right. And there would be that argument. And then she would be like, no, you're going to fucking go and we're going to have a great time. And then I'll go begrudgingly on this fucking spaceship and travel across fucking planets or, or across the universe and go to some fucking backwater fucking uh, planet. And then once I get there, hate, everything hate the food hate the people hate this hate that and by the time i leave i love everyone i love the food i love the people yeah. i don't want to leave you know i had a great time i got all these wonderful pictures in my icloud and, and i would have had a fucking blast now assuming that aliens are as stupid as i am <laughs> They would be doing Which, the same goddamn thing. They're clearly not because they have the technology for interstellar travel. That is, Which means they must be smarter than that, you. That doesn't mean that does not mean anything. I have a fucking phone. I have an iPhone. This thing has all yeah, the information on the oh, planet. All right. I, I have a, a real tough time believing that there are interstellar interstellar tourist junkets to the to the united states of america right? i i i don't i think i oh, think man i think i think aliens are traveling here and have like look at these fucking idiots they're, they're having a fucking ball look at that one look at that fat one over there oh my goodness look at he's just yeah. fucking stuffing his face you know it's just like <laughs> they're, they're so silly look at the, the things they do they're so silly i that's that's exactly what i would do and then at the same time we would be bumping into these aliens and we'd be like, what is wrong with this motherfucker? 
why is he so fucking weird? You know, <laughs> they, you know, that would be our reaction to them. We wouldn't even know that they're aliens. Like they would probably have some kind of like cloaking mechanism. I don't think, I don't think they're here and they're, and they're talking to the president. They, if they know anything about the world and politics, they're like, I don't want to talk to those people. I want to talk to the taxi driver. You know, I want to talk to the barista. Tell me what your life is like, Mr. Barista. Tell me what it's like. Tell me how much it, you know, how much it sucks or how awesome it is or what that yeah, you're an artist or whatever. Tell me about I'm 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 gonna repeat myself. I have no reason to not believe in aliens. I have no reason to to not believe that they've been here, right? I wanna believe those things. Those things would make me happy if they were true, you know. And uh, they, they may be true. They may be here right now. But, but it's when, when people see videos of stuff like, okay, well, that's a phenomenon that we can't explain, right? We cannot explain that phenomenon. And then you jump to the conclusion, oh, it's, it's, oh, it's aliens. It's like the fucking, uh, what's that guy? Uh, he's the meme guy with the hair. The you know the meme you know aliens. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, are you talking about uh, those? Uh, Kutsalos, I think. Uh, oh, I Giorgio, thought you're... yeah, yeah. I thought, he, I... He's been on Rogan a bunch. But no, ser- seriously, like you, you, you jump to the conclusion that it's aliens. But how can you do that? How can you jump to that conclusion from you don't know what the fuck you're looking at, right? Yeah. Well, I just like uh, I, I think I think. Uh, aliens has become the word for the thing that we don't know. Right. So it's uh, not necessarily an extraterrestrial It's just alien to us. Right. It's just, yeah, it's something supernatural, uh, you know, not of this world it, not necessarily extraterrestrial, but just something that exists outside of what we would consider normal. I, I think that's what aliens is or, or are or whatever in this case, but it's, it's just, I, I don't even know what it is. Like, yeah, I heard the reports that you're talking about these weird spacecrafts that do crazy things, yeah. right. You know, or it, it's just our aircrafts, but we don't know where they're, came, where they came from. We don't know what they are really. They could be, I don't want to say they're a figment of our imagination. Well, maybe, maybe they're kind of like a, a temporal recurrence of something happening and that's the thing. It could be anything. It could be anything. It could be, but but so many people see that and immediately say, see, there's the proof it's aliens. No, it's proof that there's some shit going on that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. It's proof that there's something that we can't explain. Well, it could be anything. It could be a temporal disturbance. It could, it could actually be aliens. It could be anything. It could be anything. Anything that we can come up with. It could be. It right? could be, yeah, and and, it's, and so and so it's it's a useless joke of a game to sit there and and try to say this is exactly what it is. No, the whole point, the whole reason that the video is that these videos are are like um, strange in any way is because we it could be anything we don't know. Yeah, I, I I jokingly said that there there would be aliens walking among us, you know, touristing and stuff like that. But I really don't think there are any aliens here. I think all the things that we're talking about could be explained in some kind of scientific manner. Unfortunately, I think 
the the occurrences that are happening are beyond our ability to explain at this point just like we didn't know that the sun was the sun at one point as a as, as a as a right race yeah. you know as a as a even as an evolutionary species we could not understand what the sun was right we, we didn't have the knowledge we didn't have the science we didn't have any of the equipment that we needed to kind of measure and take a look at that stuff uh in comparison to these, you know, these phenomena, this this phenomenon that keeps happening in, in the air and whatnot, I think that is a kind of a similar occurrence that that it is something that is beyond our ability to currently explain. And, it, and it, I think, like I said, it could be a some kind of time loop thing that's that maybe a spacecraft flew there in the past or an aircraft flew there, through there and got recorded somehow in the environment and is now just kind of looping through there like a weird giant VHS tape. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, it's just a capture of something that happened yeah. in, the, in the past or maybe even in the future, but there's no, but, but because of the way that particular space it's living in, there's there's no way to kind of measure it or whatever. It could be something like that. It's it basically a, it could be a ghost, you know. Like it could be just kind of like some kind could of could be ghost. anything. It could be it could be angels. It could be God. It, it could, could be, be anything. It could be God. It could be anything. Right? Yeah. It, there's no. Oh, here's my and, the, and you know this is the the difference, the difference between analytical thought and idiocy is when you approach something analytically you start from i don't know what that is as opposed to you know deductive reasoning i don't know what that is let's let's investigate and try to figure it out mm -hmm. versus inductive reasoning going in and saying that's fucking aliens i know it's aliens and i'm going to prove it's aliens well yeah you're going to find stuff that makes you feel like that's aliens yeah. right but Everything you're going to find is going to be based on a whole pile of stuff that you that nobody actually fucking knows anything about. Yeah, I uh, I know what you're talking about. I know how ridiculous the latter is, and, but that's where I live. I love I love starting with the answer first and then going backwards and making it rationalizing <laughs> the whole way through that I'm right. Uh, but but here and just to prove my point here's what i think it is <laughs> all right so let me start let me let me start let me let me start with with a little story here i think i've told you this before but uh not too long ago maybe about 6 months ago maybe no 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 before the pandemic when we when i was still going to jujitsu so almost a year now i was i was rolling I was, you know, yeah, sparring were you with. Flowing? I was not flowing. I, but I was, you were rolling. I, I was rolling, but I wasn't flowing. And, and 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 then the worst thing that happened could happen. I got caught, right? And, oh, I and, thought you were going to say you shit your pants. No, thank God I didn't. Because that's like the worst thing that I could think of. You know, the opportunity for me to shit my pants was there, though. But here, so I, I. <laughs> <laughs> so I was rolling. I feel like that opportunity is probably always there. Uh, no, no, no. You're wearing pants. The opportunity to shit. Them. <laughs> well, that's why I don't wear them anymore. 
that's you know they might give me a a strange look when i go out but hey it's because i don't want to shit myself but or shit my pants no but anyway like uh so i was rolling with this guy he he caught me with something i I didn't realize he he caught me which is kind of like why you get caught you didn't realize it and so I, i i try to get out of it and i and i go the wrong way and i make he had me in a choke and i made the i made the choke tighter right and uh Long story short, I basically uh, Peruvian necktied myself, I guess, and um, I uh, I go out, right? But the moment I go out, I don't lights really like, out, huh? Lights out, but like that's not good for you. No, it's not. So get this, I immediately go into this white room. I go from the mat to this white room. Everything is white, and from what I remember, there were people there. All right. And these people were like patting me on the back and laughing and stuff like that. And I remember thinking like, oh, you know, this is funny and, and I'm having fun. And it was like a little party. Right. And it was it was like super white, like super like the cloud, like the walls. If there were walls at all, they were like like beyond white. It was I guess I was in heaven. I don't know. But. And then there was clouds. There was clouds, and the and the clouds underneath it had like a pink shadow. All right. Anyway, okay. I was there in that place for what seemed to me like thirty minutes. Okay. I suddenly get snapped back. I start feeling an electricity throughout my body. Like basically, you know how you hit your funny bone. Yeah. I, I felt that yeah. through, throughout my whole body, and I woke up. And my, my jujitsu coach was holding my feet and he looked at me and he was looking all scared. And then when I came through and I'm like, what the fuck happened? Why is everybody in my room? You know? And I'm thinking like, they're in my, like my bedroom, like all you motherfuckers, you pulled some kind of prank on me. You're in my bedroom. Right. And then I look around and I realize, Oh shit, I'm at the gym. Like, and Oh shit. And then I had forgotten what I did that day. And it slowly, it slowly came back to me. That, oh, I got up today, I went to work, I did this, I did that, and then I came to the gym, and then this guy caught me. Like, it took me 30 minutes to get back to where I, mentally, where I was. And, and uh, like, everybody was standing around me, and I'm like, I guess I started convulsing at one, t- at one point before I came through. Oh, they, wow. Yeah, and they, they were, they were, they were Dude, afraid. That's not good. No, I, I probably was someplace else. Regardless, I was someplace and all I could think about is we're in a simulation. I don't know if we're in the matrix exactly, like in a computer simulation, but we're in some kind of simulation. And if that is true, then everything that happens in the matrix movie, for example, anything that is wacky, that is the explanation for what it is, is that, you know, the matrix, you're in the matrix and it's a glitch of some sort. So, the airplane flying wacky and all that stuff, that's not anything other than some coding error. You know, ghosts, vampires, uh, fucking any supernatural phenomenon. So you, so you think we're in a simulation? I think we're in a simulation. Which there is, is no, why there are no, no aliens. There are no aliens. Everything that has to do with things that we can't explain is because of the simulation. All right. That's, that's what I think. There isn't an alien. There's, we may not even be people. We might be just 
you know, uh, like what is brains. it called? No, <laughs> no, we're not even brains. We're just non-playable characters, NPCs. Uh, interesting. Huh. That's what I think. Interesting. So we're NPCs in some cosmic video game. Yeah. Developed by? Who knows? We might be, we may not even be. So in that situation, whoever developed us, are they God? In that situation, they would be. Because so we're God's playthings, or God's kids' playthings. That's fucking depressing. Yeah, we might be what they consider. Ever, we might be in a in a system. You ever think about choking yourself out again <laughs> to do more research? No, man, I don't want to go back to the white room. This is the first thing. If that choke ever even gets close, I tap fast. I'm just tap. I'm like, you got me. You're, I'm done. I do not want to go back to the white room because I don't know if I can come back again. Like I think I, I think I got a, like a, I got a, a player, a, a, you know, like a player one, a, a like free free guy. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think I have another one in the bank. I I think if if I go again, I'm gone. <laughs> you know, like Jeez. I don't want to go again. I don't want to ever go back. Wow. So that's what I think. That's what I think aliens are. I don't think they're aliens. I think they're some kind of um, entity or glitch or something created by the system. Interesting. All right. All right. What, what do you think? Huh? I think we're people. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think that, um, all of this, all of these sort of philosophical um, uh, rationalizations for the human condition come just come from a place of, of basically like desperation. Like, there's got to be another meaning. There's got to be mm-hmm. a deeper, a deeper reason for it all because we, by and large, live very small, ultimately boring lives. Boring or or just like. I, I don't really mean meaningless because our lives have meaning to ourselves and, and our people, you know, the, the people in our lives, but like there's, there frequently doesn't seem to be any larger purpose or rationale for it all for what, you know, why are we, you know what I mean? Stuff yeah. like that. And so that's, that's why I think you have so many people hung up on, well, there's got to be God and heaven and hell, and there's got to be aliens, and there's got to be a be a simulation that we're all part of. I think it, it's. I think a lot of that comes from just basic, like, like desperation with the human condition, you know. Well, and I and I when I say that, I realize like I sound like a jackass, you know. I sound like I'm being condescending and that's no. not what I mean. You know, I don't mean to be condescending. I mean, you're being realistic. I, I just, I, I think that's why we think about these things. We think about these things because the human condition is not grand. You know, it's for, for most of us, everyday life is not a grand spectacle. Well, everyday life is just, you know, count the hours until we die basically. And, uh, and so we, 
we think about these things. We think about, well, there's got to be something bigger going on. There's got to be something that something that we're part of that we don't know, you know, and maybe there is, right? Who knows? Maybe there is. But I think that's why we go down these roads and we think about these things is because just living your life and being a, a web developer or being a, a marketing guy or an accountant when it comes down to it is not enough. It's, it's, um, it, I don't, I don't know what, what makes the human mind do that, but we've done it for ages, right? Yep. That we have to be a part of something bigger, right? That there must be a God who created us for a reason. There must be a system that we're a part of. There must be aliens. There must be this, there must be that. There, that, 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 that we're a part of something bigger and that there's a grand plan, right? Yeah. Um, there's uh, many philosophies that will argue that life is just that. It's life. There's no bigger anything. And when you're dead, you're gone. And uh, I would agree, except I've been to the fucking white room. <laughs> and um, I don't know what happened there. I don't know if it was a dream. I don't know where I went, but I might have been dead. And if, and if I was dead, I was someplace. Yeah. And if I was dreaming, that was a creepy ass fucking dream. <laughs> so what did it, what was it? I don't know. I don't have, you know, it happened on the mat. There was no doctor. There was no thing, any kind of equipment or anything to, to measure what was going on. But um, if, if I was dead, I went someplace. Uh -huh. And that's, and then that opens a question, you know, like what, what is it that happens to us when we die? Right now we know what happens to our body. It deteriorates, becomes, you know, plant food, or at least it should be, you shouldn't be embalming it and all that crap. But um, I don't, I understand what you're saying. And to a certain extent, I agree uh, but uh, I, I, I think, I think I, the, I think the answer to our question is somewhere in between. I, I in my darker moments, I, I sometimes think that consciousness as we are, you know, mm -hmm. sen sentience is some horrible evolutionary mistake. <laughs> uh, like, and I, I, seriously, not as a joke. I, I think that, um, what what we consider our consciousness is is an evolution of emotions uh and emotions started out as basically um defense mechanisms yes um you know fear is is an is a defense mechanism mm -hmm. um and you know animals animals experience fear and anger but it's not it's it's not a feeling that they're conscious of right it's uh, something happened and it scared them. You know, it's like you have a cat and the cat gets spooked and their tail gets all puffed up and they get all jittery and start running away. Well, it's a fear response. Whatever happened startled them. 
And the fear response is, is to become more aware and run away. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and that's, that is, that's an evolutionary trait, you know, um, over thou- hundreds of thousands of years and or millions of years, it becomes, you know, an evolutionary trait of fear. You, you get scared when something happens that you should probably be scared of. And, and, you know, and it puts you into a heightened state of awareness so that you can protect yourself. You can, you can escape whatever. And then eventually those things evolve into more complex emotions, right? Um, And so you, you have other emotions that are tied to things like fear and anger and, and, and whatnot. And when I really think about it, I, I I have to wonder is, you know, consciousness, consciousness is, probably, you know, an an evolutionary step beyond the development of emotion. And so, so beyond the development of these raw base emotions that evolved as um, self-defense measures, you know, um, think things like uh, fear, things like anger uh, evolved from very basic raw emotions that were designed to help more primitive creatures be more aware of what's going on around them so they can protect themselves. And then they, and then you have consciousness that comes out of that because those emotions get more complex and then the the brain develops, you know, more mechanisms to deal with that. And then, and then you end up with, you know, you don't, it's not like an animalistic emotional response. Now you're conscious of the emotions that you're experiencing and then that just makes everything worse, right? Yeah. And um, and so I, I'm forced to wonder, is the evolution of consciousness just some kind of really horrible byproduct? You know, like, are, are we just a horrible evolutionary experiment on a cosmic scale gone wrong? Well, here's, here's what I think, and kind of riff, riffing off of what you're saying. So um, the reason you have a the part of the reason of, of why your brain functions the way it does is to kind of quantify, kind of anal, you know, like uh, do some kind of analysis of the information you're bringing in so that you know that not to be too afraid of something or how to overcome something, because to a certain extent, our intelligence evolved as uh, evolved because we weren't as resilient as say maybe a gorilla or sure or, or a rhino and stuff like that so then we therefore had to kind of evolve something else in order to survive right and then along with the with that other things we developed this brain and in the, developing the brain gave us all these other abilities we we were we developed speech there's a societal kind of things that we now kind of behaviors that we now take on to again sure. protect the pact and etc again all for the purpose of 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 ensuring that our species continues to grow now things like fear is something ingrained in our kind of evolutionary consciousness right it's it's something that says you know this is why we're afraid of the dark right because in the dark, we evolved to know that in the dark, there's yeah. either a tiger or a bear or something. Yeah. And so whether we know it or not, we're always afraid 
of the dark because some some monster could be in the dark lurking there lurking there now as you grow up you realize i don't have to be afraid of the dark in my house because in my house i know that (laughs) a monster sometimes you realize that and sometimes you're 41 years old in the bathroom worried about the candy man worried about the candy (laughs) damn it how dare you bring that back up anyway (laughs) so but but you know to to rationalize and say don't say Candyman three times <laughs> and then you'll be fine. You know? Right. But, yeah. But all, all in all seriousness, uh, you can, you know, you, you know that you're safe in your house, but as a little kid, you don't have, you don't have all that ability, right? You're still afraid, but part of that might be also because you're so small and you know, like somewhere in your mind, you know that you are incredibly vulnerable to, to some yeah. giant creature attack. Right. So, we have that fear built in of being afraid of the dark. Now, here's what I have to say about that. If evolutionarily we have that ingrained in us, why is it that we keep coming back that there is something other than our species that is either a father figure to us or superior to us in some way? Why do we keep coming back that there is a God or an alien or something like that. Why is that part of our consciousness? Why is that part of our, why do we keep coming back to this? Because it's always been there. Well, There's and, always been a God. There's always been yeah. some kind of sky creature that either yeah. is either fathered our, us or made us or something like that. Is that something, how, how did well, we I, learn I think that? that- uh, and it's kind of impossible to say, right? Because that's been that's been part of human society since before recorded history, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, when I think about it, and if there's anything that we know by this point, I'm an idiot. But when when I think about it, it's you have to have something, just like with with these UFO videos or or whatever. You have to have an out for, I can't explain that. I don't know what the fuck just happened. I mean, think, think about it. You know, how do you explain lightning? If you don't even know basic science, how do you explain lightning? Well, I mean, there's gotta be a God. Yeah. There's gotta be some superior being that causes that, you know? But why is it a superior being? Why do we go to well, that? What else would it be? It could you be, know? we could say, why couldn't we have rationalized that it was the sun or that it was the grass or the bear did it or something like why? Because those things are, you know, ordinary and we just witnessed something that's extraordinary. I just think that the, re- I just think that it, it's a, a little too kind of uh, convenient for us to, to continuously come back to the idea that there is a god or alien thing i i think that there might be a reason for that there i don't know why i i, I would like to know i i would like for a scientist I mean, yeah i'd love to know but i'm you know uh it's one of the things that also gets to me about the the like talking about aliens is you know the whole there's a whole set of people out there. It's like, oh, you know, we we wouldn't have any of the technology that we have if it wasn't for aliens. We we got that all from from aliens. Yeah, that's where I got my we, iPhone phone. 
we went from we went from the Wright brothers on, in Kitty Hawk in 1903 to having jet airplanes and breaking the, the sound barrier in 1947. I mean, it, it took 44 years to to make those leaps, and it's like, well, yeah, it took 44 years and and two world wars, and then another it, 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 two world wars that spurred unparalleled development of weapons of war. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, uh, we we developed these technologies. And, and frankly, when you actually start looking at the technology behind jet engines, like it's not it's not rocket science. Right. Like it's not. And I say that like pun intended, but like it's not. It's not that complicated. No, there there certainly are complexities there. And and there's. There, there are nuances like, you know, you have to build a plane that can handle like the X-15 used to fly at Mach 6, you know. Well, well, at Mach 6, the, the friction in the air is such that you have to build special materials to, to make the skin of that airplane out of. Otherwise, it fucking melts, right? Mm-hmm. Well, so you come up with those materials and you build them. It doesn't mean like we had aliens feeding us the technology, you know. And, and the more people we have on this planet, the more brain power we have working to kind of well, figure out these problems. And, and this is, you know, the whole space program. Why, why don't we have a space program? Because we, we basically have no space program today, right? The, I, thought, I thought we had Space Force. I mean, I'm not being yeah, funny. And, I'm and, not being, and I, space I, Force is like they don't actually do anything. Okay, right. like I, I don't know because and, I, and I, I was NASA. NASA mm. still exists, and you have SpaceX, which is a private corporation that sends capsules up to the up to the International Space Station, and they launch stuff into orbit. Is that but, Elon Musk's thing? Yeah, yeah. But you know, growing up, NASA was a huge deal. We had the space shuttles, you know, and before the space shuttles, we were going to the moon, yeah. and there was Skylab. You know, and and we had these big audacious space programs. Well, why don't we have those big audacious space programs anymore? Because the whole point of the space program was that we were competing against the Russians. And so it, it was a war of a different kind. And now what? Like there's without a reason, without having an enemy to beat there's no reason for us to be pushing space, you mm. know? I don't know why I went down on this. Oh, because, but that's like when, when you're competing with, with somebody else for basically the power and the status of the world, that's when the, the whole world makes these massive technological leaps from rocketry to jet. Rocketry was prior to jet engines. Like we, we were launching rockets before we had jets, you know? And then we had jet jet airplane. Then we had supersonic airplanes. And then we had ICBMs. Well, what was fueling that? We were dumping billions, the equivalent of trillions of dollars today. We were dumping into developing those technologies. And I mean, hundreds of thousands at, at its height and during the Apollo program, 500,000 people worked in some capacity for NASA to get us to the moon, right? So, and that's 500,000 people working on NASA. How many how many hundreds of thousand people were developing missile technology? 
we're developing jet engines. I mean, when you you and that's just in the U.S. And then you know, you think about the Soviet Union. There were probably also hundreds of thousands of people working on that stuff. So of course you're going to have massive technological booms. So when it's like the entire globe is mobilized to develop these technologies. So here, here's now you're kind of hitting on something, I, and I think it it's worth kind of exploring. Now, let's let's be for real, right? You're right. You know, I, I'm being I'm being facetious, but you're you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, if there's space, if there's aliens, they're they're not coming here. We're probably the only technical techn- technologically advanced society in the universe that could maybe possibly do stuff like that. If there's probably, I think there's still probably life out there. They're not flying here, whether they can or can't. I don't think they can, and that's just it. Right. Uh, what? So, and I'm in agreement. I don't think there's any aliens here. I think it's all some kind of misunderstanding, and like you're saying, it, it's. It's, you know, like we, we don't have a way to explain for this thing. And so we call it God or we call it aliens or we call it ghosts or we call it whatever. But what do you think is the reason for someone as high level as him to accuse, of, to accuse Trump of knowing and, but not sharing that there is aliens? Man. I, what is the inspiration? I can't. I can't even begin to comprehend uh, other than it's malicious. It's gotta be malicious. There's gotta be some kind of, it's either malicious or dude just misses his 15 minutes of fame or, or whatever. There's gotta be something behind it, you know, for sure. But what, what is that? Hell if I know, I think I, you know, it's probably, you know, it's probably going to fall in the conspiracy arena, but I, I think there's they they have some kind of little stupid game that they're they're trying to play, and we'll eventually find out why he said that. But as of right now, it's probably remain a no, mystery. I, I mean, people but do I, this like every every couple of years. You have some former Air Force general or somebody coming forward and saying, "Ah, they're aliens, and we all know about them, and and it's all a big secret." You know, by every, my book. every yeah, by my book, even by my book. <laughs> you, you can interview me for a fee, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. And, and like, I don't want to be dismissive because it, again, who knows? I, I don't know if any of this is true. And the reason I don't know any of this is true is because there's no fucking evidence for anything. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Like I'm saying about Bigfoot. Yeah, and like a lack of evidence, speaking in in science purely like scientific terms, a lack of evidence doesn't disprove something, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you don't have, there, there's a difference between a lack of evidence and evidence that disproves that, right? Uh-huh. I don't know that we have any evidence that just totally disproves the idea that aliens exist and they're here. What there's, about? But but I don't think there, there's also no hard evidence that proves that they are here. There's a lot of evidence of shit that we don't know what the hell it is, but you know, not evidence there's, to prove that it's aliens, you know? There's there's plenty of people who have had their anal probed uh who will disagree with you on that. Well, 
who've been yeah. allegedly. <laughs> right? Oh, I, I will. I just, I'm just saying, I don't know, but, but yeah, I mean like a lack of evidence is not the same thing as a, a lack of evidence does not disprove something, right? You need, you need evidence to disprove just like you need evidence to prove. If you can't come up with, ev- with, with real evidence of something, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It just, it just means that, okay, well, it's still a theory. You know what I mean? So like, I, I will tell you this, we, <laughs> there, it's, it, it, there's other things. Gravity is still a theory that is theoretical, right? Now, everything okay. that we I know. I'm focusing the word for what is theoretical right now. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Siri. Theory. Mind uh, your own business, Siri. Gravity <laughs> is theoretical. We have a lot of evidence to support the idea of gravity, but it is a theory, okay? And it is a theory that's generally widely accepted, but it is a theory. There is more hard evidence to support the theory of evolution than there is hard evidence to support gravity, right? I, I didn't know that. Now, we, we, genu- we generally, widely just accept that gravity is real and, and that's how the world, that's how everything works. And more than half of the planet still rejects that evolution is real, right? And this just goes to the whole idea of lack of evidence versus evidence are two different things, you know? Yeah, don't don't get me don't get me started on science deniers, but um, uh, but look, um, dude, so oh, so hold up, this is what I wanted to bring up, so. On the on the on the talk about gravity and stuff, some of the things that have been said about the aircrafts that are flying around is that they have their own atmosphere, their own kind of gravity, so that they're inside our planet, our inside our atmosphere, but living with their own kind of gravity, their own magnetic pull. So that's why they're able to do the things that they can do, mm-hmm. like take off super fast and stuff like that, which sounds like sci-fi bullshit to me. Well, but. And, and see, that's okay. So I'm going to backtrack a little bit and let me, let me clarify something. No, no. I know what you were trying to say. You were so saying the, like, like there is the law of gravity, yeah, yeah. right? There's Newton's law of, of gravitation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah right. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, it, it's a law, like gravity is a real thing. Yeah. It's theoretical in the sense that we don't know why, okay? Yeah. So, so the law of gravity is, yes, things fall, basically, right? Um, objects of mass tend to attract other objects of mass, right? Yeah. That's, a, that's a law. But it's theoretical, but, but the, the, the why is still theoretical. It's still theoretical as to, well, why do... Uh, two objects of mass attract that, that's still considered a theory. Okay. Now I've, I've covered my basis and I'm sure there's going to be no. hundreds, hundreds of people telling me I'm an idiot. No, 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 um, no. I understand what you're saying. You're saying that, you know, that there's this theory, it doesn't have all the, all the same evidence that uh, evolution does yet. People don't believe in evolution, although they're fine with gravity. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, I, I understood that. What I'm saying is, 
I just want to interject that some of the fucking wackiness that they're talking about in terms of okay. describing this aircraft is that it kind of exists outside of our gravity. It has its own kind of magnetic field. Yeah. And, and in terms of explaining oh, how what sorry. You kicked, <laughs> you kicked the table. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it, it just kind of exists in its own kind of magnetic field and is able to travel uh Basically, because it has its own kind of well, yeah, like you're talking about, like like Star Wars style repulsor craft. You yeah, know? It's, and and when people talk about like, well, we have all these these super fast planes, and we couldn't have done that without alien technology. My my where my brain goes is, we've been we've been working with jet engines since 1937, right? Right, like that's we're creeping up rapidly on a hundred years of jet engine technology. Why isn't anybody all worried? You know, everybody's all worried. Oh, we, we wouldn't have had these massive technological leaps without alien intervention. And it's like, why haven't we come up with the next fucking thing? If the aliens are intervening and feeding us technology, why haven't they given us the fucking repulsor craft? Well, you know, if you saw that, that news clip we were looking at, they're about to. We're finally at the stage. Oh, yeah. We're finally at the stage where we can comprehend this shit now. They're going oh. to let us in. We're going to be able to have the 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 alien technology now. We we've achieved black belt alien status. Oh, okay, yeah. So alien science all... status. So that mm -hmm. that's that's why that's why you know, dude from the Israeli, you know, scientific whatever is yeah, we, telling we us. had to we had to spend a couple of decades developing things like six sigma. And uh, and and lean management practices really <laughs> really refine the capitalist chokehold on the average human being before we could get to a point where we were worthy of the alien technology. Of course, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's just like, yeah, it's it's bullshit. It's bullshit. I'm sorry. It's too bad. I really wanted the the more we talk this out, the more the more silly it gets. It's just it makes me sad. I really want that being said, I mean, I love TV shows like Ancient Aliens. Yeah. And uh the there's like the UFO files and, and all I, I love those shows. I when X Files was on and I was like a teenager, I was glued to that show every week. I love this shit. Yeah, but it's all fake shit. <laughs> it makes me sad. And, and believe me, there's so much stuff that goes on in the world that we cannot explain. You know, there's a never ending feed of things happening that we cannot explain. And it doesn't mean it's aliens. Yeah. Might be, might be, might be. But you see, this is- the But that's a massive leap to make. So like um, every now and then I'll take my son and I'll tell him, look, you got to be careful. I don't want people to find out. But eventually, you're going to get your superpowers. And you're going to fly. <laughs> I have your spacecraft. It's buried in the ground. I don't want to take it out. Because I don't want people to find out that you're, you're, you came from Krypton. You know? And he looks at me. And he's like... What the fuck? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and and it's just, you know, because he's little, right? He's little. Like uh, he, he doesn't fall. Then, oh, dude. Oh, he doesn't fall. Cause I was gonna say, and then like when he's sick, yeah. right? 
when he's feeling sick, do you have like a little, like a little green glow stick that you <laughs> the green, it's the green kryptonite. It's because it's near you. Yeah. That's why you're sick. You know, no, like, um, there was, Man, a point, that would be a mind game, dude. He, there was a time where he would, he, he loved that shit. Like he, he believed it. And now he's old enough where he's like, it, it's funny and he plays along, but he knows it's not real, you know? And it's just like to lose that wonder, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want him to ever lose that. I want to, I want to like tell him shit like no, that. And, forever. and that's, I, that's why I get so animated on this topic, specifically talking about aliens and UFOs and stuff. It's, because, I love it. I want that wonder. I yeah. want to believe this stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I think wonder is important. Mm-hmm. But it's just so easy to just completely lose your senses and and this it, we're touching on a topic that I actually feel kind of strongly about. I think one of our biggest flaws as as a society, specifically, and I mean I can only speak to American society. Like I I have traveled fairly a lot internationally, but that doesn't mean I've participated in their society, you know? Mm-hmm. We, for some f- reason that I don't know, we cannot admit when we don't know something. That it's is like a personal failing. And so it, it, we, as a, as a people, we are so much more willing to double down and triple down on bullshit Mm -hmm. as opposed to saying, just simply saying, admitting to yourself and to the world, I don't actually know. Yeah. There's a million things that something that this could be. I don't know. No, for some reason that's weakness saying, I don't know is weakness. And so as a result, we end up going down these crazy paths and committing to them and deciding that like it's a core belief as opposed to just being, having the personal fucking courage to say, I don't know when we don't know something. See, I, 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 here's, here's the fear of admitting to you don't know. And I think this is why people don't like giving up the, the fact that they know that, that they don't know. And the, the problem is, is that then if you say you don't know, they don't look at it. They don't look at it as being free. So it's like, now I'm free to admit that I don't know. No. And, to, and now that I can, I can bring in information. Yep. Now I'm at, at, I'm at, I'm at a point where people can inform me. Right. Yeah, now I've lost status. I've, I've lost power. I've lost power. And that's mm-hmm. what it is. That is what the problem is because people are afraid to say, look, I don't know. And then someone says, I know let's do this because I know. And you don't want to do that thing because you don't trust them or you don't, you don't know. You don't, Uh you don't know the information that he's saying is actually, you know, factually true. And there's all that kind of worry. So because we can't trust each other, we say we know and we're lying about it. And that's why, and that's why we do it because we're afraid of what the next person is going to do. That is the problem. If you have a little courage and admit that you don't know, but at the same time, maybe trust the person you're telling you don't yeah. know. 
then maybe you'd be okay. But and people, I mean, like, think about it in terms of uh, the best examples of this are always work related, right? Like, how many times have you been in a meeting? And I'm not even, let's not even say recently, right? Let's just yeah. say over the course of your professional life. Yeah. How many times have you been in a meeting where somebody in that meeting has an agenda, right? And a decision comes up and they don't, they don't actually know what they're doing. They don't know the answer. Mm -hmm. And instead of saying, you know what? I'm not sure about the right course of action here. Instead, it's here's the course of action. This is what we're going to do. I know. Yeah. And then that sets your team or the organization or, or, or whatever down a path that is just mistake after mistake. And like, you know, you spend two years digging out from that one stupid fucking decision based on somebody saying, somebody choosing something that they didn't actually know what they were doing. And it was in a moment where it was like, they had, they were in a position where they felt like they had to know the answer. And, and it, and that meeting, that meeting, one hour meeting, two hour meeting, 15 hour meeting, whatever, 15 minute meeting, whatever it was, sets you up for, for failure for the next two for, years. For two years, right. Like decision so, made out of a, out of a standpoint of ignorance, uh, screws everybody for two years, you know? And I, I can't even tell you the number of times that I've been through that. So the thing, the, the power in saying, I don't know, if you say in that same meeting, look, I don't know, but how about we do this? We set up a couple things up. Right. We put analytics on it and yep. see how people react to it. Yep. We, we take that, you know, website or that product or whatever it is. And we go get it user tested or we go get it consumer tested or whatever right. and see the reaction to the things that we are oh. doing. The, and then we take those numbers and we apply, we apply ourselves to the, to, to the knowledge that we, 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 we the, gathered in, in the, in the beginning process. That is, that's the power of, of that. The yeah. power of admitting when you don't know something puts you in a position to say, let's find I don't out. know, but I don't know, but let's find the answer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you get multiple minds working on it and you do the requisite research, you know, but you as gotta, opposed to just unilaterally deciding things, you know, but you got to trust the people you're with because then there's, there's always one fucker who's well, going to say, well, you know what? We don't have to do that. Uh, we can save ourselves time because I know. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And like, you don't know motherfucker, no. <laughs> you, know? you know, like the right. internet, for example, is changing every goddamn day. Yep. It is a different story every day every day what yeah. works you know what works this way doesn't work next that day the next day you know so it's a uh, it, and i think that's why people have a problem with saying i don't know and, and it's because in the united states we do not trust each other and and i know no. and and certain things have become cultural maxims like yeah. is this a good business decision you know or how is this going to affect my career and it's like, yeah, you do have to worry about those things, but that shouldn't be that shouldn't be your primary motivator for the decisions that you make in life, you know, or even the decisions that you make at work, you mm -hmm. know, like, yeah, you do have to kind of cultivate your career and you have to make you, you have to make the decisions that are going to help steer your career down the correct path. Right. But. um you know, if, if those decisions are coming from a standpoint of uh, aggressive self-interest, 
it's going to steer it's going to steer everything wrong every time and and i'm not going to say that i'm this you know altruistic all you know all all always right guy i have been that sure. person i have been in the situation where someone asked me a question and i and i thought it was easier to either give them what they think is right or give them what i thought was right or whatever it's happened and i'm sure everybody does it oh sure but we gotta we gotta stop it and and one of the things i told you that that i shared with you offline when i started this podcast is i feel better about when i do this podcast and i am true to who i am and trying to be honest than when i am on here and trying to kind of not be exactly true. And because I do, I do that sometimes. No. I've, I've, I've been in a situation where someone in this podcast, someone will ask me something or I'll say something and I'm not exactly saying what I, I'm not really coming, coming true. And, and I've been dealing with it as I'm doing this. And I feel better about the podcast. The more I do this, because I feel like being honest is it takes, takes practice. Yeah. And so, so for example, it, it takes practice and it takes courage, frankly, you know? Yeah. And, it, and, and get this. So for example, I had my cousin Danny on here and we were trading stories back and forth. Um, and we were, he was, he was, he was, you know, he has these funny, you know, urban stories from growing up in the, as a kid. And we grew up in the same neighborhoods, but my experience was a little less in that respect than his, right? Mm -hmm. But for some reason, I felt the inclination that I had to kind of tell the same kind of stories, you know? Mm -hmm. And and when I when I listened back to that to, to that podcast, I didn't like myself in that in, in that podcast. And so yeah. so I, I well yeah I, it it's an interesting trap you fall into because I've I've fallen into that trap plenty of times. And you know I I wouldn't bring up this topic of not being able to say we don't know something if I hadn't done it a million times myself. Yeah. Uh, but you fall into that trap where like, you know, you're trying to keep it 100, right? Mm -hmm. You're trying to keep it real. Mm -hmm. But then you're talking to somebody who's maybe a little bit more real than you. you yeah. Know? But they're not more real than you. It's just in the moment, like you feel like you have to play up play up to their level yeah you know and i don't have and to. so in your effort to keep it 100 mm. you are not yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know exactly it, it, that's exactly what happened and i'm like you know I, i'm you know i love my cousin danny but he is definitely you know he his his experience is different than mine and i shouldn't try to play up to to him but there's something in my head that that said i, I gotta i gotta hang with him and I don't know why I did that. And it, 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 it's something that I kind of make sure that I check myself with every podcast Yeah, that I, do, that I make sure that if I don't know, I try to say, I don't know, or if, or if, you know, or did I stay true to who I actually am? You know, may I grow into something else? Of course, but I got to kind of be self-aware enough to be like, Hey, you know, I'm not really that person. Uh, I can't, you know, I'm not, I'm not, this person or that person, or I'm not like Dan, or I'm not like my, not my cousin, Dan. I'm not like Emily. I'm, I'm me. And I got to remember to stay me when I'm talking to all you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I, and wouldn't, wouldn't it be great? So, I mean, it, it took me 
to the point of being 41 years old and, and, and living through a lot of, lot of life experiences to get to a point where I even have a, a hint of wisdom about how to conduct my life, right? Even a hint of it. And I fall into this trap of, man, if I had had even, even half of the wisdom that I have now when I was like 23, mm-hmm. man, where I could be right now. <laughs> yeah. You know? You know? But instead, no, you know, some of us take a long time to learn, you know, yeah, no. and I certainly wouldn't, wouldn't try to make the case that I am a wise person, but I have gained a certain amount of wisdom. Yeah. Finally. finally. <laughs> it only, know? it only took 40 something years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel you, brother. It's just like, man, you know, uh, not that I'm like, like you said, not that I'm all wise or anything, but it's just. It would have been nicer to know a few more things when I was younger. So maybe I could be in a better place, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It would have been nicer to, to have some sort of frame of reference of uh, what's worth getting anxious about and what's not worth getting anxious about, you know, Mm. or, or when to, when to take risks and when to not take risks, you know? Yeah. Like, that risk I definitely, I, I, I took plenty of risks when I was younger, but I had taken the big, the big risks that I took in my thirties. I would have taken in my twenties that I had, I had half a brain, you know? Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. And you, maybe you'd be someplace better financially. Maybe, or Maybe I'd be with the aliens right now. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I'd be in your white room. No, you don't want to be in the right. Don't be in the white room. No, it's scary there. That's where they, that's where all the, the people are there and they're patting you on the back and laughing at you or something or laughing with you. I can't remember if they were laughing at me or laughing that's with the, you. That's <laughs> Edgar, where you were, was the waiting room for the, the probes. Uh, the probes. It was well, the waiting room. It was good. I got out of there then. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, I think we beat this one to death. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think, look, I don't have anything against people who believe in, <clears throat> excuse me, aliens and stuff like that. Like I thought I said, you, I thought you did. I thought you said you hated them. And that yes, they- I said, I said it explicitly. No, <laughs> I don't have anything against it. I think it's fascinating. I love reading about it. Um, I want to believe in in supernatural UFO phenomenon. I really, really do. But man, I, I just wish, I, I wish people would take a breath and say, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. Every once in a while, just say, I don't fucking know what that is. I don't know what those things darting around the sky are. Yeah, they could be aliens, but I don't fucking know that. Yeah. I, don't have, I don't have anything to support that, you know? I think if aliens were here, we'd seen them already. Just like if Bigfoot was here, we'd see it already. Chupacabras was real, he'd be fucking eating my pumpkins in the front yard and shit. Dude, like I play that. poker with the chupacabra every every Thursday night. You would. Play poker. You would play fucking poker with the chupacabras. You crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it's just like if- Fun if, fact, chupacabra is Polish. Oh, Polish. that makes yeah. sense. That yeah. makes lots of sense now. Uh, that, that, that explains why we don't always see him. Yep. He's, yeah. He's just like, he's because he's hanging out in Poland. 
But no, dude, like, I don't know. I don't, I just, I don't, um, if, if this stuff was real, we would see it, you know, it wouldn't be just this one weird occurrence or. And Hey, yeah, there's plenty of people out there. There's we do see it. We see it all the time. Look at the videos and all this stuff. And, and, and it's like, again, like, I don't know what I'm seeing and I'm confident. And I have the personal fucking confidence to say, I don't know what that is. And I'm not going to draw any conclusions because I don't know. I don't have all the information. See, the funny thing is too, is it's like, um, I always, I always find it fascinating how people need something more that to, to kind of point at and be amazed by than to actually just look at what we have now and be fucking right. amazed at like, yeah. Like you get, have you guys, have you heard of these things called bears? They're fucking monsters. They're scary. <laughs> yeah. They eat yeah. their young. They'll 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 rip yeah. you in half. They're 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 scary strong. They're they're yeah. they're monsters. They're the things that you worry about in the dark. You know the same thing with lions. You know like that's not that's not scary enough for you. There was a YouTube video. I'm sure you've seen it, where a guy was slowly walking backwards. Of course, filming himself going backwards as a lion was tracking him down. And he was going uphill and why I think he walked backwards for like a, like a mile before the fucking lion finally said, screw this and left. But it was like a lioness chasing him up a mountain. And she was, she was slowly walking towards him and he was slowly walking backwards. And, and every now and then she'd kind of jump forward at him. And, and then, you know, he was sweating bullets. Why? Because that is what you're, that yeah. you should be afraid of. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of real stuff that we know about to be scared of. Yeah. Right. We don't need to be inventing new things. No, no, we don't, you, know? <laughs> you don't have to like, no, you want to be scared. You want to have a real scary experience, go camping and go <laughs> for bears. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I've had run-ins with bears. It's not fun. It's scary <laughs> shit. Wait a minute. You had a run-in with a bear. Yeah. Okay. You got to tell I'm in you. Canada. It's not, it's not even that impressive of a story, like more than once. So, you know, we were camping in uh, Yellowstone once and there were, you know, black bears that were like hanging out around our campsite for like hours. Jesus. And, and it's just kind of like, okay, well, um, I'm just going to sit here and wait for them to go away, you know? Uh, and like, they weren't being aggressive or anything, but like they're fucking bears, Yeah, <laughs> you know? And there was once in Canada, I was way, way up in Canada. And uh, we were, we were walking along, uh, just hiking along the path. And all of a sudden, like, there was a fucking big brown bear, you know, and brown bears, brown bears, grizzly bears, like they're huge. Yeah. Those are the ones that'll right? take a swat at you and like rip your yeah. face off. Yeah. And like, the again, like the bear didn't, pay any attention to us whatsoever. I mean, it was uncomfortably close. We were just walking down and there it was in the woods, maybe 15, 20 yards away from us. Oof. And it was just one of those things like, like, you know, the bear didn't charge us or anything. It didn't even acknowledge that we were there, but it was like, we got to get the fuck out of here. You know, if it wanted to charge you, he'd be on you oh, we'd, in, I'd a, be dead. In, in a second. He'd be on you in a second. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd be dead. Um, I met some tigers once. Uh, tigers are scary animals. Um, not in the wild. Was, this was a real weird story. Uh, it, it's like a 15, 20 minute story. And I don't know if I want to get into it right now, but it, like it was a totally bizarre experience. 
If you got 20 minutes, yeah, go for it. Okay. So this was back after I graduated from college. And a lot of people don't remember this because we have short memories. But, you know, I graduated from college. There was a recession. I graduated in 2001, right? And there was all, we were already kind of dipping down into a recession. There weren't a lot of jobs. I didn't have a job right when I graduated from college, you know? And this, this was before September 11th happened, but so like I was hunting for work every day after, you know, I was living in my parents' basement, trying to find a job desperately, you know? And it got to the point where like I had applied for like every quote unquote real job that I could find a listing for. And so I just started going through the want ads back in the days when you went through want ads in the newspaper, you know, it's amazing. And, and it was just like any job, any job. And, uh, um, Oh boy. And I found a listing and I was like, I, I had to call it because when you find <laughs> this listing in the newspaper, it was just like, a, <laughs> like a, a one inch ad had, had a black border around it, two words and a phone number. Tiger handler and a phone number. <laughs> what? And so, I mean, I had to call it, right? So, so How do you not call that ad? So, okay. 20, so 21 year old fucking, not my cousin Dan was like, this is a job for me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, 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 that's where I was. I was like, I need a fucking job. Uh, if it's going to be a shitty job, but I want it to at least be an interesting job, you know? So I called the ad. And they were, they were like, here, this is where this place is. Come out here tomorrow at two o'clock and, you know, we'll show you around. And you can ask okay. Us any questions. okay. Okay. Before, before you go any further, did 21 year old Dan, did he have any idea what a tiger handler was? No, no like, idea. No, but like you had an idea that there was going to be a live tiger. Well, there, like right? what? I was like thinking of Siegfried and Roy, you know, like, like, <laughs> what, what is this you know so but but you, you didn't th you didn't even think that maybe you would be like maybe feeding the tiger or maybe you'd be leading the tiger i assumed it was probably it was probably like feeding the tigers and and cleaning them and stuff like that that's what i assumed in in a, in a cage or in the cage with them like where were you thinking this was going to be i didn't think that far <laughs> i love it i love it what? i love it okay <laughs> Woo, maybe I'll feed a tiger. Sign me up. <laughs> so, what do they drink? Milk? I guess I give them some milk. <laughs> They're like big cats, right? Right. Yeah. Who knows? Right. <laughs> and so, the, you know, I borrow my mom's car to go on this <laughs> job interview. And uh, like, I didn't tell my mom, my mom, I didn't bother telling my mom, like, yeah, I'm going to go interview to be a tiger handler. I was just like, oh, I got a job interview, you know? But but because you were trying and to protect her, or you just didn't think about. Time? I didn't. I didn't want to even talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, like, they gave me they gave the address and told me where it was. And like, this is back in the days when, like, you know, this was long enough ago. Like, iPhones didn't exist. GPS wasn't a thing. You know. Yeah. So I went and I like got a map online and I mapped it out. I mean, it was way, you think I'm out in the boonies now. This was like, wow. Like it was an hour out West into the boonies from where I am, you know? And already from the drive, I was like, okay, I'm not doing this. Right. You know, like the drive but, was too much, but uh, so 
I get, I, I'm driving and I'm basically driving through like endless cornfields. That's how far this, like this place was, it was far enough out where it was just farm country. And I'm driving down this road and all of a sudden there's like a farm, 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 farm trees and like trees that you cannot see through dense forest. And it was like, obviously like planted, you know, Uh like on purpose so that you couldn't see what was there, you know? Uh (laughs) So I, I see the address marker and it's like this long twisty, um, driveway and I turned down it and it kind of cuts through the trees a little bit. And all of a sudden I come to this fence and it was like Jurassic park. Uh, right. Like, uh, like you remember the movie in yeah. where they get up to the giant gates, you know, it wasn't like these giant wooden gates, but I mean, it was a, a massive perimeter fence with like razor wire on top, you know, and signs that like big signs, like electrified fence. Right. And so I pull up and I stop and I roll down my window and there's a little intercom and I hit the intercom and I'm, I'm waited for like a long enough time to, for it to be uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Like I'm sitting here at this gate, like it was long enough that I was like, should I just go? And then finally the intercom kind of crackles to life and it, and it was just like really gruff. Like, yeah, what do you want? <laughs> and I'm like, my name's Dan. I'm here for an interview about the tiger handler job. <laughs> and I hear the guy like, like somebody's here about the tiger job. Well, okay. You know, and then finally. <laughs> so hold back on. So hold on. Okay. So I don't mean to interrupt, but I need to know what you were thinking. So you stop and you see the crazy. Oh, at this point, at this point, I'm thinking like, I, I need to get the hell out of here. But you didn't. But, but, but at the same time, I'm like, I came all this way. Oh. I'm not turning around. So wait know? a minute. So you're like, I spent all this time. I'm not going to go away without yeah. the interview. Yeah. That's the only yeah. reason? Oh, okay. Yeah. The big spooky house with the guy with the giant. That, that oh, wasn't there, At this point, I've not seen any buildings. I just, there's just woods. Driveway, giant fucking fence. But that did not deter right? you. You're like, fuck it. I came all this way. I'm still going to go. Pretty much. This. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? And you so see, the guy. You see, you're the you're the fucking guy in the horror movie. That's like <laughs> yeah, too fucking stupid. Yes. <laughs> you're the fucking guy in the horror movie where they're like, there's, there's, hey, I heard something. It sounds really creepy and dangerous. I'm going to go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the guy comes back on the intercom and he's like, okay, here's what's going to happen. And you always like, when somebody says that, you know, you're in for some shit. When somebody starts a sentence with, here's what's going to happen. Shit's about to go down. Okay. And so um, the guy says through the intercom, here's what's going to happen. The gate in front of you is going to open. I want you to pull through. There's going to be another gate. You That gate's not going to open until the one behind you closes. So it's like a prison, <laughs> yeah. right? Right? And he's, and he's like, when that gate comes up, I want you to make sure all of your doors are locked. All of your windows are closed. I want, you're going you're gonna to drive through. It's going to be kind of a long winding drive. You're going to come to a building. I want you to park in, in a spot. Do not get out of your car <laughs> until Gunther comes to get you. Okay. Okay. So right. then you're, st- 
so the, what did you do? Did you go through the gate? Of course I went through the gate. Because <laughs> now I'm like, I'm past, I'm past, I'm past the, I need to get the fuck out of here. And directly into, I need to find out what the fuck this is. Uh, no. Right? You see, you are definitely the guy. You're definitely that guy in the horror movie. So I, I pull through the gate. I stop. I make sure all my doors are locked, all my windows. Are, or the, Well, the gate just opens, like just electronically just opens, right? And nobody there. So there's clearly like a control room, you know. <laughs> the gate opens up. I pull through. I watch the gate close behind me. And then there's the second gate opens up and I drive through and I'm following the drive and there's still like woods and I come out of the woods and I, it was Jurassic fucking park, Edgar. It was like, I'm, I come out of the woods and there's just this big open area. (laughs) Right. And on once, like on the left side, there's giraffes (laughs) and elephants you know, and they're all and roaming the, free and they're just roaming free, you know, on the right side, there's, there's some other, you know, there's some, some animals, you know, like roaming about. And in the far distance, I can see in like a paddock be behind another fence, there's lions hanging around, you know, there's, there's all of these exotic animals and, and it's like, and, and now remember, this is at least let me think about timelines. We're talking about 20 years before anybody saw Tiger King. Okay. Right. You, you met so, the original Tiger King. If I, I may have. I very well may have. Uh, and so like, I'm looking around and it's like, there's fucking elephants and giraffes and ti- lions. There's lions. The thing I didn't see any of was tigers. Right. And so I, I keep following and I come to a building that looks like a prison. Right. And I park the car. And I wait because apparently somebody named Gunther is <laughs> to get me. Right. And again, I wait for an uncomfortable amount of time. <laughs> Honest to God, like full minutes waiting in the car. And at this point I'm thinking like, I can't get out. Yeah. Like, uh, maybe this was not so smart. (laughs) Um, And finally, so I hear, I hear a buzz, you know, like a buzz when you hear a security door buzz. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy walks out and I mean, he looks pretty much exactly what I would have imagined a guy named Gunther to look like. He's, you know, older, probably in his fifties. Got basically like bozo hair. Right. He's bald on top, but he's got big, wild, curly hair around the side of his head. Uh-huh. Not blue, you know, gray hair. Like yeah. he's wearing like Dickie's work pants and a Dickie's work shirt that's open to his navel. And he's got all these gold chains and tons of chest hair. <laughs> and he comes and he knocks on the knocks on my window and I roll down the window. And, and he's like, are you Dan? Yeah, you follow me. And he just turns around and starts walking back to the door that he just came out of. So I get out of the car, uh-huh. you know, and I look around, make sure that I'm not being stalked by anything. You know? <laughs> and I follow him and we walk through that that door that he came out of. And it's like a little antechamber, just like a smaller version of the two security fences where 
the door behind us closes and then the door in front of us buzzes and we can go in. And I walk through the door. I follow him through that door and I'm through a fence, right? There's a fence and a walkway. And through the fence, I am face to face with a white Siberian tiger. Oh, that's crazy. Like face to face. And the tiger is not happy that I'm there. <laughs> right? <laughs> Tigers like roaring at me, you know? Wow. And tigers, I know we've all seen tigers in zoos and what they're freaking huge, dude. Yeah, they're big. This thing was basically pretty close to face to face with me standing on all fours, you know? And its face is right up, and its its head was like a foot and a half wide, you know, like huge. Uh-huh. And it's right up, and it's 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 like roaring at me, you know. And Gunther is just standing there, like waving him off, like don't worry about it. I mean, it, it, they're just like house cats. I, I got to try to do the German accent because he had a heavy German accent. It was, is there's just like house cats you don't need to worry you know whatever yeah and he's like trying to talk over the roaring and i mean the claws are it's like the thing is clawing at the fence and i mean i'm maybe like a foot away because that's all the space i had and the things like claws are are coming through the fence you know wow and like he's dealing with a house cat or a dog he starts to explain to me what the job is, right? And then, and and not only that, like this is there's this one tiger is right up in my face, not happy about me being there, not friendly. And there are five other tigers because it it was a big room, right? There's probably like forty by forty, you know. Uh-huh. And there are five other tigers just hanging out in the back, like looking over, like they looked like giant house cats, just kind of sprawled out, like lazy, like ah, this we have to deal with, like. Like uh-huh. some of them are looking at this other, this, this one that's, that's like mad at me with a look on their face. It's like, Bob's at it again. Bob's always having a temper tantrum, you know? <laughs> and so, and so like Gunther starts telling me about the job. He's like, yeah, so we have the tigers here and uh, with the uh, performing uh, animals, we travel around and we do uh, animal shows and what you, what, what you do is you, uh, we have the room, you look, is divided in two sections. There's this section here in, in the morning, you move the tigers into the other section, you hose out all the tiger shit, and then you move <laughs> them, and then you move them back in here, and you go in the other section, and you hose out all the tiger shit. And then after that, you feed them. But now while he's telling me this, he's, like he's dealing with a dog that's misbehaving. He grabs, as he's talking, he doesn't break talking. He grabs a broom that's against the wall and he just starts jabbing it at the tiger through the fence. Jesus like Christ. Jabbing the tiger in the belly with this broom handle, not like hard, not like, yeah. like causing injury or anything, but just like prodding at the tiger and finally the tiger is just like i've had enough of this and he just kind of stalks off and plops down on the ground and basically goes to sleep right so so he's telling me so basically my job would be hosing down tiger shit and then he's like and then and then you feed them i come come with me i show you where we feed the tigers and he takes me and we walk through this big building 
and we get to like a garage and there's a couple of guys in there and a gigantic like steel table like you'd expect to see in a commercial chill, uh, kitchen. Yeah. And there's got to be a thousand pounds of, of meat, just like <laughs> scraps of meat on that table. Uh-huh. And these guys have like aprons and big, big rubber gloves. And they're just like sectioning out portions of meat for each tiger. <laughs> and he's like, so after you clean the shit, you come in here and you prepare the foods and then you feed the tigers. And, and, and I'm like, and it's, reeked like this was clearly not like fresh meat you know uh-huh right and i'm getting like kind of nauseous because it smells bad and i've been getting growled at by a tiger and <laughs> talking to a guy named gunther who looks like a circus performer and i'm in a basically like tiger prison you know and i'm kind of overwhelmed and so i'm not saying much i'm just like uh-huh uh-huh and i'm thinking to myself like i do not want to clean tiger shit <laughs> uh, and yeah so four, finally, years, four years of college to, to go and right tiger shit. yeah and and so we start walking back to my car he's like and he's like well that's about it that's, that's the job uh you come you work for us you get 250 dollars a week <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, and you live here we have trailer we give you a trailer <clears throat> you live here and in uh in august we go around the world and and I, and I was like, around the world? He's like, yeah, we go Indonesia and Philippines, Russia. And so he's basically asking me to run away with the circus. <laughs> and as I'm getting into my car, like he hasn't really given me much of a chance to talk or ask any questions, right? Mm-hmm. As I'm getting into my car, he says, so, you know, you, you go home, you think about it, you call me tomorrow. Uh, I want you to remember something. It's very important. Tiger is dangerous animal. If you put your hand in the cage, don't expect to get it back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so with that, I get in my car. I go out in the drive. I wait for the fence to open. I wait for it to close behind me. I wait for the other fence to open and I make the very long drive home and think about whether or not I want to run off with the circus with dangerous tigers that may eat my hand. And for $200 a week. For $250 a week, but they give me a trailer to live in. Well, you know, what what kind of an amenities are we talking about in terms of for that trailer? I didn't get to tour the trailer. Yeah, I mean, you might get the swimming pool. <laughs> yeah, I might get the swimming pool or I might get, you know, the trailer with six other rejects from society. <laughs> with six other um, Gunthers. Right, exactly. So, you know, I did not take that job. Sometimes I regret not taking that <laughs> job because that, that would have been an interesting way to spend a year, I'll tell you. Oh, dude, yeah. Um, yeah, next thing you know, you're like lost in Russia and Lord knows what else. Right, yeah. The Philippines, and this is where you lost your hand. <laughs> yeah, right. In India and in Indonesia, yeah. and instead, I went and I uh, managed a blockbuster video. So you know, we, uh, we make interesting decisions in life. You know, I, I want to say that uh, both both jobs. I guarantee you, you were not going to be happy. Um, <laughs> no guaranteed 
But I think if you would have, but gone, I got health insurance from. <laughs> yeah, the other one you wouldn't have got health insurance for sure. But uh, the the other one, imagine how many more stories like this you would have had if you would have gone with that fucking. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, this is this if is just, I lived through it. This is just yeah. you like meeting the tiger. This wasn't even you like feeding the tiger throughout the world. Yeah. For a year. Like imagine how many more stories you would have had like this if you would have done that. That would have been fucking wild. <sighs> yeah. Like I said, sometimes I think, you know, would have been a very interesting life had I had I had I chosen that, you know? Yeah. But you know, I don't I think I think it's okay that you chose not to. Uh I think having all your hands look, it felt it it honestly, the most threatening thing to me. It wasn't the tigers. It was that, wait, you're, you're telling me I have to live behind security fences with the tigers and travel around the world with you people. Yeah. I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. I don't yeah. know anything about anybody. Uh, I, how do I even file taxes for this job? <laughs> you know? Right? I don't think they gave a fuck about W-2s or anything like that. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Here's the thing. Someone had to have taken that job. Somebody took that job. Yep, guaranteed. Somebody took that job, and I'm willing to bet whoever took that job was in the, the Tiger King documentary. Did <laughs> somebody in that documentary? Damn, that's crazy, man. Wow, that I can't believe you've never told me this story. You told me the Jesus shoes story. And you told me all these other fucking stories. <laughs> but you never told me this one. This was fucking fantastic. Is there really like a story with the Jesus shoes? Nah, it's a good joke. It's a good it's joke. Just, that's what my dad always called sandals. Jesus <laughs> shoes. Yeah. No, but dude, like, damn, you've never told me this. I'm, I'm mad at you now. Like how many years <laughs> do you, how many years do I know you? And you've yet to tell me that you should have fucking opened with that. I, I always, was Dan. I almost fucking fed a tiger. I always a figured, you know, the fact that I didn't take the job would make me out to be less of a man. Uh, mm. no, no. It made you smart. <laughs> it means you're smart. You, you don't, I mean, man, dude, imagine what kind of creepy things would have happened to you in the trailer alone. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's again, that's why I didn't take the job, man. I, I was, you're a smart. I would well that and like, dude, two hundred fifty dollars a week. <laughs> so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If they've offered you more than that, I may have I may have been able to get my arm twisted if it was more money. What would have? What, how much money do you think would have taken for you to like sleep in at the that point? Trailer? Yeah, at that point in my life, just because you know, compare it against what I was making at Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> if they'd have offered me like seven fifty a week, I probably would have thought no twice about it. No way, seven fifty. Okay, so Gunther's here, and he says, "I pay you, you know, I'd like to pay you uh, one thousand dollars a week." Hey, man, four thousand dollars a month—it's nothing to sneeze at when you're twenty-one years old. You would have taken that shit. I may have, yeah. I don't know if I would have. It sounds creepy, man. It sounds like you don't know anybody. You got to stay. Uh, I, I, then again, you know, getting not that a thousand dollars a week is like 
a crazy amount of money. But I mean, for for a twenty one or twenty two year old, even it's a lot of money. Of college, yeah. You know, four thousand dollars a month is a, is a more than decent salary. You know, and I I suppose I would have had to ask the question of like, how legit are these people? Yeah, like like where are they getting that kind of money? You know what? What's the deal with this place? I mean, I was already thinking that. Like, what is the deal with this place? And so then, yeah, obviously they were like a traveling circus, but it just seemed so shady. So even even if they would have offered you money, you would have been like, "What the fuck is this all about? How come they have so much money?" You wouldn't have taken this job. It I would like no. I think the more I think about it, I mean, like, yeah, I, I would have been hard pressed to take the job just because it. it it just all seemed so sketchy, you know. I like I like that it took you a whole interview to 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 get the fuck out of there. Oh, like, it last. Well, what am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah, no, but no, but I mean, like you didn't you, you didn't say fuck this when you were at the gates. Like the gates weren't weren't enough. The 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 wire fence and the two <laughs> fences, the two gates weren't enough to deter you. Because yeah, you're right. Once you're in the gates. Once you once you're in the first gate, you're fucked. It's the point of no return. There's no getting out of this. You're in for it. You're in for the whole interview. Yeah. But I I would hope that my spidey sense would have been tingling right at the fucking gate and be like, "Fuck this place. I'm out of here." <laughs> it was. I just didn't listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. That's awesome. Ah. Oh. How many more fucking stories do you have like that, bro? That oh, there are there are a lot of stories, and they only come out. You know, it's not like I have them on tap. It's just like, oh, something reminds me of that. Yeah, aliens reminds you of that fucking place. Yeah, yeah, you know, aliens. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know how we got there. I don't know how. I don't. I don't know how we got here. I don't ever, ever know how we get to where we go. Yeah. No, we just we just keep going. We just flow. Yeah. So um, you want to want to cap this off now? We're uh, approaching. Yeah, I'll hours. just say, tiger's a dangerous animal. <laughs> if you stick your hand in the cage, don't expect to get it back. <laughs> <laughs> and on, on that note, uh, this is the girl otra vez with not my cousin Dan. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Music, Dancing with the Devil, by Bonkers Beat Club, can be found over on Epidemic Sound. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that was that just happened. That was weird. I I, I love listening to these like these crazy stories. Uh, and uh, you know, if you got a crazy story, I would love to have you on the podcast so you could tell me your crazy story. Um, Especially you're a friend of mine. There's a few people I'm thinking about that I would really like to have on the show because they have told me some crazy stories. So anyway, um, that's my spiel for today. I hope you liked the episode. Uh, buy buy stuff from the shop. It's shop.thefloralpodcast.com. Also, follow us on Instagram. We're the Flow Roll. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye.